ain't no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie Oh my God, you know, it is a hack, hack radio bit on the Monday following the Super Bowl, Shawnee. It's a hack bit to get on the microphone and say, why isn't this a national holiday? Or why isn't it Super Bowl Saturday? But by God, yeah. it's so right, Sean. Why isn't it? It's so, it's com- why don't we just do that? Um, More like the stupid can't, bowl. Can't, can't big football throw their weight around? <laughs> big football can do anything it wants to, except for get somebody. I mean, look, we're not going to get into politics. We're not sure. going to get into politics. We probably could, though. But do we not have the unique situation currently in this country where we could get this done? Do we not have the man in the office? Who could figure out how to get Super Bowl? If anyone's going to do it, he'll do it. That's what I'm saying. We got the guy. So maybe, America, here's what we need to do. You stay focused. You stay diligent on whatever causes you are here for. Stay on task. I'm not telling you to back off of those. But I'm telling you, carve out 15 minutes a week. 15 minutes that you would spend scrolling through Twitter, looking at cool puppies or whatever it is you do. Focus on convincing oh, I didn't even watch the, the president Bowl, of these United States to make the Monday after the Super Bowl. Call it fucking American Fun Day. Give it some crazy name that he's going to love. Call it Bigly Day. No, he'll love that. Uh, Hamburgers Day. Kofefe Day. I don't care. Hamburgers. Whatever you want to call it. Let's make him do it. Because, Shani, I got to tell you, I feel awful. There was a time in yeah, my life I where good. I could eat a regular portion of hamburger and I would not <laughs> feel like a beached turtle. I don't understand this. I didn't even go crazy yesterday. I think I had a beer during the shit per bowl. Um, um, sure. But I feel terrible today. I've had to lay down after too many non-Thanksgiving meals lately. Shani, I'm laying down right now. As we do this, I am posed like Mariah Carey naked on an airplane, um, like a lioness. That's a real story, by the way. Apparently, Mariah Carey likes to fly in the nude. Just let that sit there with everybody. Hey, wow. by the way, this is Cold Dog Soup Presents That's Discussing. I would have told you that you know, two and a half minutes ago, but my brain's not functioning because I had the audacity to try to enjoy myself on a early Sunday after- evening. Late afternoon, take your pick. That's the, that's what I'm struggling with today, Shawnee. The whole Super Bowl experience yesterday. I hope that this was just a just an outlier in the big old data set that is America. And I hope this is not like the South Park episode where everything starts to sound like fart noises. Because um, I think everything's except for, of course, uh, Maroon Five. <laughs> Uh, was crap. Right, we're gonna let's. Uh, I feel like we should probably get to that last because I feel like that's gonna be. Let's start with the sports. most gnashing of the teeth. I don't even know, but uh, I just want you to know. I always think of you when I hear Maroon Five, especially that breathing song, and I wanted to punch you so yeah, hard yesterday. But we'll get there. Oh we'll God, there. little note. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, we'll get there. First of all, much like this past Christmas, and you know, a couple Christmases back, that's why I'm so worried, Sean. That's what I'm worried about is that it's not just this was a bad Super Bowl. I'm worried that I have gotten past the Super Bowl. That's what I don't want to be the case. <laughs> So I I was was feeling that way um y- like yesterday morning I just don't care I don't care about the commercials I don't care about the game like the w- the one thing I, I liked about 
the NF like p- professional football games is that the halftime is like all business, man. <laughs> like it, it's it, like gets to like eighteen minutes sometimes. Like if you're watching it at a restaurant, you're 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 probably not going to get more than one drink order in during halftime. Right. Meanwhile, like they let college kids like study for the next exam during like a three hour fuck fest in the, in the, in uh, the national championship in their halftime, um, and. I got to watch like a SpongeBob SquarePants tribute in the middle of it. Was I on mushrooms or was the entire city of Atlanta on mushrooms? First of all, I will say this about the city of Atlanta. We did a spectacular job in hosting this thing. We hosted the shit out of this Super Bowl and all the festivities leading up to it were Atlanta as hell. There was a goodie mob concert at some point. Oh, shit. God damn. (laughs) Big Boy even left his house. Big Boy left his house. He came to uh, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, home of the MLS Cup champion, uh, Atlanta United, uh, who put 3,000 more people in that stadium than did the Super Bowl. Um, And he wore a remarkable satin jacket. I have a question about this. I have a question about this. It it was kind of hot yesterday in Mm -hmm. Atlanta. Mm Mm-hmm. Probably like sixty five yeah, on that stage with the li- with the lights and the running around and the and the this and that during halftime. Probably I'm gonna say as high as seventy five degrees on stage. Oh baby, oh, you know Uncle Arthur had that air conditioner humming. You know Uncle Arthur, big boy. You know Uncle Arthur had it chill in there. This is Atlanta, baby. Big boy, who is a big boy? I don't know. That name has always seemed like a misnomer to me. If big boy's tipping the scales at two fifteen, I'd be shocked. <laughs> Rolls up. <laughs> In a mink mm-hmm. coat, fur coat, and I'm going to say three layers on underneath there. Yeah. Did not uh-uh. break a sweat. Uh, cooler than a polar bear's toenails. <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs> and I mean, again. the genius of him. A, you know, the 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 genius of somebody saying, we got to pad this Super Bowl with something Atlanta. We got to give them something in this yeah. halftime. Let's go get big. Let's bring him in. He debuts a wonderful satin ATLians jacket that just so happens to be available at Outcast.com. <laughs> you talk about he's a, a businessman. businessman. Um, if he could have got a Super Bowl themed puppy, he'd have had that ready to sell too. Um, I had the most Atlanta moment, I believe, in my almost decade now of my life. It happened just a couple hours ago. Um, I was out eating this said hamburger that almost killed me at a place called Bad Daddy's. <laughs> that sounds like that, you made it that up. really does, right? That sounds. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. It sounds like free made that up. <laughs> so uh, let me just walk you through the last little bit of my life, Shawnee. Um, my wife, life producer, is mm-hmm. back in college. And so she has classes at night on Mondays and Wednesdays or whatever. Somebody stole her umbrella. Somebody stole her umbrella the other day, which I said, you can't steal an umbrella because they're on loan for the world. I learned that from Jim Gaffigan. Um, It's true. But uh, I had to attend my daughter's chorus Disney trip briefing tonight. And man, I'm here to tell you, might have been the worst hour of my life. And I've been to jail. I've been to jail. And it was not as bad as being at a eighth grade. So was this like an information meeting for a school yes, trip? Sir. Basically. Yes, sir. It was. Okay. Was it just boring? It was boring. Um, it was awful. Wanted to fight both the teachers. Um, sure, just could sure. not get over how anybody could take themselves as seriously as they did. Um Seems like uh, her teachers probably wear a lot of scarves, I'm going to say. Shawnee, I would have loved a lot of scarves. They were both wearing identical V-neck pink Mickey Mouse shirts. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's the Disney trip, Sean. Adults. How else would we know it's Adults. the Disney trip? Um, it, it was it was terrible. It was terrible. And I got my four-year-old son with me. And you know how four, four-year-olds notoriously love calm, to just sit uh, quietly in a hot not, room, not easily bored. Parents as, and the questions, the number of questions asked, the who, these are fourteen-year-old children. This says we have to meet at the bus <laughs> at six a.m. 
Is that a is that a hard sex? <laughs> and the correct. Can we show up at seven? You know, it says here that needed to what. There was at one point, one lady interrupted to let us know that the app that they're going to use to text us about the, uh, you know, updates on the trip. Well, I just want to let everyone sure. know that app, if you use Verizon, you'll need to download the app as well. Bitch, we can do this at a different time. There should be a time after this for wackadoodle helicopter parents. First, this six o'clock like, they scheduled so at, this meeting for. At, at my old job. Which is which is great on a uh, <laughs> that's that's great like the day after the Super Bowl on a Monday. <clears throat> Couldn't get the mute button that time. Um, the uh, this like in my in my old job I would uh, routinely purchase and pass out. Um, I survived another meeting that should have been an email. <laughs> yeah. This sounds like it. Absolutely. This whole thing just was an email. Could have and should have been. The, the big selling point to get me to this meeting was a mandatory. I'm like, no, nothing's group. mandatory because I'm an adult man. Um, nothing at an elementary school. Burgers is from Big Daddy for me. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. They they wanted us to to get a paper notarized. That the state of Florida requires. The state of Florida who will let you ride an alligator to work wants me to <laughs> wants me to have a paper notarized for my child for consent to let a adult take my child to the emergency room in case of an emergency. I say Lord, all buddy. that to say Do you know this. why sir, do you know why I pulled you over? <laughs> is it because my alligator? I don't understand what's out? The, Sir, this is a crook tail light. <laughs> alligators have tails. Oh, uh-huh. in my in my story joke, he, the the motorist was trying to uh, pass off a crocodile That's an as an alligator. alligator. It's good. It's good. But yours is better. <laughs> um, so I say all that to say this: me and Towns definitely left early, um, and we are very hungry. And all Townsy wants is a burger. So I'm like, there's a place that I hadn't, and and he also. So I get the caveats from my four year old. Um, I'd like a cheeseburger. And I would like okay. to go to a place that I've never been in before. I'm like, cool. What I didn't know that was a setup from him. He's like, because I've been, and then he tells me, I've been to Burger King, but I've never been in Burger King. <laughs> so they were not going to Burger <laughs> Damn, King. Damn, Daddy, I've been in Burger King. <laughs> so we wind up at Bad Daddy's. And as I'm sitting at Bad Daddy's, there are, <laughs> this is a burger bar. You know, it, it has every trapping of a regular old burger bar. There's shitty albums on the wall, a Dikembe Mutombo jersey. You know there's a yield <laughs> sign. All that stuff. Sure. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. Well, there are two. Uh, it, it looked like it might have been a mother and daughter uh, of middle age and elderly who were eating salads in the corner. Whatever. Whatever. And I hear him talking about the Super Bowl halftime show on them, you know. What are they gonna talk about? And it's it's two white ladies, and uh, you know they're 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 you know modestly dressed. They look like regular old fashioned white ladies. And the daughter in the scenario says to how I believe to be her mother. Yes, I was very glad to see Big Boy there, but I just wish his partner Andre Three Thousand had shown up. <laughs> Oh, same. And I said, this is Atlanta. This is the most Atlanta it ever gets. Because no matter who you are or what you are, you still have some connection to the fact that hip hop lives here. And it's the craziest yeah, damn man. shit. It's the fucking dungeon <laughs> it's the family. Dungeon family. Matter of fact, Big Boy just bought the dungeon a couple weeks ago. It was up for sale. He bought it. Um, but kudos to him for getting in this halftime show. But man... Everything else about it was very boring. Well, so, well, in 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 the words of Big Boy, I spit the words of Wordsmith higher than a bird's dick. <laughs> sip, 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 sip it on the syrup. Um, let's let's start with the actual on the field action. Wait, okay, as soon as it starts, Shawnee, I'll be right there to comment on it. <laughs> so, listen, I if if nothing else, we try to be consistent mm-hmm. in our outrage, in our critique, etc. I have been annoyed when people steal your pizza find issue with some creature with has shown up. <laughs> He's popped up out of nowhere. <laughs> the noise. <Yes. laughs> um, 
The uh, so Alabama LSU played each other in 2011, uh, billed as the game of the century. Uh, I think something like 25 of those 44 starters ended up getting drafted, so sufficient evidence to support that label. Um, the game ended up in overtime, nine to six LSU, zero offense yes. basically. Uh, you know, 12 total points in the uh, in, in in regulation. Um, I get annoyed when people say, man, that game sucked. I was like, man, it was a defensive duel. It was a pitcher's mm-hmm. duel, basically. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Yesterday just didn't seem like that. It is being heralded. And I don't know if I'm being a hypocrite. It's being heralded <laughs> as um, both Wade Phillips and um, uh, Belichick's master stroke from a defensive strategic standpoint. And perhaps people mm-hmm. that know more about the logistics of football are right. What I saw was a very good defense and a very athletic defense that the Rams had playing at at its peak, maybe even a little bit over its head, and holding down one of the best quarterbacks ever um, who was using a game plan that was, I'm not going to let these big monsters hit me. We'll just take our chances again where we can. But on the other side of the ball, I saw a quarterback scared out of his fucking mind from being in <laughs> yeah. the Super Bowl. There were a lot of rookies. Yeah. Mistakes. Uh, did not know when to get rid of the ball, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the sack he took on his uh, knees. <laughs> was just oh, hilarious it was and then todd Gurley would be in the game and then he was not in the game and then he he he, he keeps telling everybody he's hey. not hurt but he might be hurt i don't know and sean mcveigh the, the that is the hope that is why i'm so critical of this that in particular is because because he's because he's two he's three years younger than yeah, me yeah because i know we picked on sean mcveigh at some point in college i know he went to college with us and oh i know we God. gave him shit um <laughs> when the train from Loser Town get here, um, and I don't know why we always kept those sweaters tied around our necks when we were in college either. Why did we do that? Well, dude? you know, we we were from the the other side of the lake. So, um, but he is the NFL is ready to rearrange itself to hire anyone he's ever known. So, yeah. and so like that's that's the that is where I find it funny. Um, I'm also over hating the Patriots to a degree because of. The uh, the parallels between them and Alabama and all that stuff, and sure. also at some point Brady leaned into being the heel, and I'm always here for someone who understands he has, he what has. they are. Um, when you yeah. understand that you're the heel and you know how to work it, you're going to earn my respect because you know that's that's the business I'm in. Uh, so I don't I don't think the game I don't think I don't need a bunch of points to get my to get my football jollies, but I do need two sure. competent teams. <laughs> and I don't think the Rams offense was competent. Also the whole shit. Of um, like if the, uh, the other problem with this year's Super Bowl in particular is a, the Rams played that crazy bananas game with the chiefs. And we could have seen that again, if not for a couple of bounces yeah. here or there, or we could have seen, you know, the saints versus <clears throat> the Patriots and that might have been it would have been exciting for me especially because Mark Ingram was one of my favorite Alabama players ever and he would have been the Super Bowl that would have been exciting to me um but we it felt like of speaking of running backs yeah, of all the possible matchups we got the shittiest one so that is where my well on, on the field problems come. I, I definitely agree with that and speaking of running backs it, it was definitely nice to see a uh a Georgia player uh win a championship in Atlanta <laughs> But of course, you had to have one uh, lose one on the other side to balance it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I, I definitely don't disagree with like the Tom Brady stuff. Somewhere along the way, I just gave up hating the Patriots. Like I respect what Belichick has done. Blah 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 blah. Like na- rename it the Belichick Trophy, not Lombardi anymore. The guy's won eight rings. Whatever. Um, have you seen the video of Tom Brady? demanding a stronger kiss from his nine-year-old yeah. son. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have. That's my issue with Tom Brady. <laughs> he's, he's it's so fucking crazy. gross. He he is... There's, I, I don't know if it's for extra or entertainment tonight or something like that, but he's being interviewed on camera on a massage table. His nine-year-old son peeks his head through the doorway while he's getting a massage or some kind of treatment, and asks him if he can do something or have something 
asks his father if he could do something or have something. And Tom Brady says, with just the tone that, like, a greasy old dude at a strip club would say to a stripper, well, what do I get? (laughs) That's a very good description you provided. (laughs) And then the fucking, the kid, like, very, like... (laughs) hesitantly walks up to his father who's married to a beautiful woman kisses him on the lips kind of half-heartedly understandably so because he's nine and there's a fucking camera (laughs) then he then he goes to walk out of this massage room and brady says again like like the old man at a strip club is that all i get (laughs) to which the son responds by turning around and Puts a little bit more enthusiasm behind an on the on the lips kiss with your daddy, with your burger daddy. Why? Why? What is going on? Look, man, TB12 don't want nothing done half-heartedly. And as much as it pains me to say... If you don't want your son to grow Except up... Except for blocking for his running back. If you don't want your son to grow up to be a gullible, you got oh, to man. show him what a true daddy does. God. It's like that the old song says, Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be gullible boys. It's true. I mean, TB12 is here for... for, for I, I had a long conversation the other day about... Look. look Obviously, there's enough evidence on this podcast that lets everybody know where you and I stand, you know, politically and socially. And they, they, I think it's sure. clear that we are certainly not alt right. Oh man, we are way on the spectrum. Infowars are coming for your brain. We're basically just two, two Pepe the Frogs. <laughs> it's two Pepe's, but like we certainly are not homophobic. Um, we sure. are very open with our. Uh, how our uh, we're really pretty we're, open with our feelings. We're, we're, we're sex, sex positive. positive. We're sex we are positive. Open with our feelings about each other and how much we adore each other and we're, all that stuff. We're two sex positive burger daddies <laughs> Just a here. A couple on this show. of double stack uh, Chipotle ranchers. <laughs> That's us. But man, I am not <coughs> comfortable with a dad kissing a boy on the lips, and I don't like that. I'm not comfortable with it, but I'm not. Yeah, I mean, like. Just don't do it in front of a camera, and don't go. Don't, don't make, make him come, come back for, for seconds. seconds. <laughs> you, what's so sad about that? You know the boy just wanted like, father, may I have another scoop of kale dust? <laughs> More, More kale dust? Well, daddy wants smoochy woochies for Kaylee Whaley. God, daddy really wanted smoochy woochies. <laughs> God, why is Free not here for this? But yeah, there was a there was a. Uh, the wrestler Titus O'Neil, um, former Florida Gator, oddly enough, um, he came to the ring one night, and they were doing this big thing about he he is very socially active. Um, see, for all all signs point to him being a good straight up dude. Um, sure, and I think my he might have been he might have literally won like a Father of the Year thing. He is a number one dad. Like the mugs are for mm-hmm. him. Um, yeah, and he came to the ring one night, and they said, "Oh, and, and Titus is joined by his sons tonight. You know, fourteen-year-old Jeff and eight-year-old Randy and nine-year-old whatever." Um, very proud of myself for not using ethnic names just then. Um, but he sure, kissed yeah. all three of them in the mouth, and I'm like, "I don't like that. I don't. That's like not. That's that. not fun. I don't like it, and I don't know why. There's no reason for me not to like it. Like I don't have. There's nothing. There's nothing in my past that would make me. That's not drudging up any old memory. Um, no, I see gay men kiss all the time, and I don't have any problem with it. Other than why would anybody show any emotion about anything? Be autonomous robots. Uh, but I don't know what it is. I I can't put my finger on why that bothers me. Um. I can't either. I just don't like it. You know, it's and it's, I don't uh, even think it's, it's like wrong. I, I, it's not even. It's not a it's, thing. It's of, not at a certain it's age. It's not even a thing of eight, eight. Of, You know, as far as family tradition stuff like that, I'm pretty lenient. You know, um, sure. and it's not a. 
I don't think I've, I, I don't think it's even gender stuff. I don't think it's sexual stuff. I don't think I want to see an adult man kiss his daughter. But again, like if he didn't ask for seconds, seconds, the Brady thing is certainly <laughs> a problem. If he didn't ask for seconds, I'd be like, huh, and then I'd let it go. I would well, not be bringing it up shiny. on a. Maybe that kids just got their comeback sauce lips. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my fucking god! Maybe, maybe Daddy Brady got a got a tender taste, and I mean, his his <coughs> his he wasn't say he couldn't be sated. Oh, shit. <laughs> what do you? Any any commercials any commercials oh, that tickled your, um, your your fancy? I did laugh, bone? and I was embarrassed that I laughed at that damn dog when he started ordering more dog food. <laughs> <laughs> and Harrison Ford was having none of it. The dog ordered some dog there food. Was, um, did not like every like this year's theme was robots apparently because every other commercial had a damn robot in it. Yeah. Um. I I, I was a big fan unequivocally. Of the two-minute NFL 100 ad, just because it was a bunch of old football players doing old football stuff, and Ed yeah. Reed looked immaculate. I man, I fucking love Ed Reed. Ed Reed, like that, 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 those like, uh, like random patches of gray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, ah, that's yeah. just a cool looking yeah. dude, man. That I fucking really, love that, that guy. Really Hoss of horses. <laughs> or wait, I think he did. He did, was defeated. Did he beat Orlando? I think Orlando Pace won. I'm sure that you did something screwy in that tournament to screw Ed Reed over. Um, I'm sure I did, but no, nothing really, nothing really tickled my fancy. Bob Dylan showed up in that Budweiser commercial, but it's the worst of all Bob Dylan songs. It's the Agreed. worst. There's no lower point in a Bob Dylan concert. For me mm, I don't know. I don't know. I think knock knocking on heaven's door might oh, be God, worse than blowing you're out drunk. Wind. You're drunk and you're trying to be shy. Maggie's Farm. I mean, look, Maggie's, Maggie's farm. farm is... I am a shock jock. <laughs> shock jock, shock jock. Maggie's Farm is... Maggie's <laughs> Farm is not terrible. I just hate it. There's a difference. I think blowing in the wind is Got just it. bad. Um, it, um, it does all the things so, I don't want any Dylan song to do. And I know it's, I, it is his most popular song, um, but it's not popular with anybody who still listens to Bob Dylan. Right. Um, yeah, even I'm tired of it. Uh, the Stella Artois commercial with Sarah Jessica Parker reminded me of, for some reason, it is a popular thing to to say in public that Sarah Jessica Parker looks like a horse. Uh-huh. And every time somebody says something like that, I kind of feel bad for her. I'm like, you know, she can hear you. <laughs> but she just, on she goes, living every day, like the strong co-star of striking distance with bruce willis that she is like one third of hocus pocus oh god that movie i'm gonna tell sense. you boys uh, um, i know i know she gets horse comments now but uh early early favorite of mine was one sarah jessica parker i mean sure whew. me too she used to do a lot of letterman i think letterman thought she was just yeah. hot stuff and he had her on all the time and i love letterman so yeah i was definitely on board on that train well before sexy city do you ever find out that an actor who you haven't given a second thought about in like five, ten years is still like in stuff like a movie, a TV Absolutely. show, and then you and then you get like kind of happy for <laughs> them? Good for them. <laughs> I was scrolling through Instagram the other day and I said out loud in a room no one else was in. Oh, Rachel Bilson's out here still Good making some you. stuff. Good for you. Um. Oh man, haven't seen her there was somebody today, on OC. and I got this from the Dan Levitard show. This is not a Matt Hankins original, and if you will just talk about something for a few seconds, I will have the answer for you. Um, if you'll give me just a second, Andrew Keegan. Andrew <laughs> Keegan. Does do you know who that is? Is that the other guy from Wham? No. <laughs> what? Andrew R- Ridgely. Ridgely. Andrew Keegan Ridgely. was. Um, Gosh. He was in. Party of Five, Seventh Heaven. The thing I know him from is Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh, I love that he movie. He was the... Oh, that, like the the lead, the main yeah, actor from Ten Things dude. I Hate About You? That dude. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally forgot he existed. Forgot that was a person. Heard his name today on the radio. It was like... And the, the question brought up on that show was, uh, do you know who Andrew Keegan is, essentially? 
Um, I was like, no. And then they showed his picture. Like, what about now? Like, of course I know who he is now. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. I think he started speak- his own religion. Oof. Oof, goof. <laughs> Uh, speaking of 10 things, not 10 things I had, but he was party of five. Do you think the Bodines are still out there touring? Was that the band in party of five? The band in part, the band who sang the, the theme song closer to free. <laughs> you know, it, I think I'm combining that with that other Melrose 90210. Uh, the Heights. Is that, that it was, the, was that how do I talk to an angel? <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. That was the heights. God, I you love that song. God damn it, that's a terrible song. <laughs> it's not good. So it's bad. not good. You know what else is not good? Maroon fucking five. <laughs> I'm so glad. I feel so vindicated, Sean. Um, I didn't. I legitimately, as as those. I mean, I don't know what you were expecting. Like, Big Boy did a great job. Maroon five, like. Turned in a serviceable performance. I don't. I don't think she will be loved. Is a banger that you want to whip out at halftime of the Super Bowl. No, but. no. Um, so, all right. I need some help with Maroon Five in general. Um, they're I'm not here for you. you. Know, they're not my kind of band. I'm not here to say Maroon Five is awful. I'm not here to say that. Sure. Um, I would imagine, as one of my wrestling heroes, Jim Cornette, says. Uh, for people that like that kind of thing, it's the kind of thing those people like. Sure, whatever. <laughs> but I do want to ask this. Were the members of Maroon 5 who were on the stage last night, is that Maroon 5 or were those just six extras that they got off the, yes. the street somewhere? Yeah, those dudes Those dudes have been with Adam, <laughs> with Avril Lavigne <laughs> since, since they were... Kara's Flowers, which is the name of the band that they used to be before they turned into Maroon 5. Mm-mm. Wait a minute. Um, We're going to pause right there. You're telling me sure. that a band sure. named Maroon 5 had mm-hmm. a worse name than Maroon 5? <laughs> uh, Kara's Flowers is a worse name Absolutely. than Maroon 5. Is a, is, <laughs> I can confirm that. Um I would be remiss if I didn't if I didn't fit this in here somewhere, but Maroon Five is, I believe, the band that I've seen the second most live after Better Than Ezra. I I've seen them five times, all in the songs about Jane era, two thousand two, two thousand three. You were like, you were sophomore sophomore year of college they played tuscaloosa and they played birmingham five times within like an 18 month oh period <laughs> they played the jupiter bar and grill on the strip in tuscaloosa alabama so was um, that during like the breathe song is that what that is yeah yeah H- harder to breathe was their lead single off of songs about jane <clears throat> and then uh sunday morning or not sunday morning uh whatever that second song that they sang they ba- they played their first three singles from their first album back to back to back and they were um <sighs> they had that record out and they were just playing tuscaloosa and birmingham uh you know i'm sure they played well, yeah, yeah i don't and, i don't mean that they just i, sh- like, I mean but like you know, they were playing the jupiter in the i feel like that that record was bigger than that am i just misremembering it definitely okay, got it bigger than that yeah uh, um yeah, but they, I mean, you know, the single had just come out and they, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure that they booked those dates before, <laughs> yes, they you know, they know that it's like, gonna it's like when Incubus, Incubus, uh, <clears throat> booked to the star 99 stage for the big spring jam in Huntsville, Alabama in like 2002. And then, then drive came out and they tried to get out of their contract. Holy shit. That is like the second time in two weeks I have had a discussion <laughs> about that. And the, really? yes, because I don't know. A life producer again was talking about Incubus playing Big Spring Jam, and I was like, "Oh, that had to be yeah. X year because they would have been too big to play it before." And I and we looked it up, and I, I can't believe they played it during this era because again, yeah, it was right. <laughs> it was right before Drive just blew the fuck. They only had that uh, "Pardon Me" song. I think <laughs> that's really fucking funny. Fucking love Incubus. I um, like a lot of that first record. And Wish You Were Here is actually a good song. 
They did. Everything they after did. that, no. Um, but so, so Maroon 5 comes up there. I guess they're reasonably safe. Um, they There are very few bands remaining that are safe and have enough mass appeal to do what the Super Bowl halftime needs it to do. Um, yeah. I mean, we really are maybe – we're kind of done, right? Yeah, so here's – I mean, when when I think of Super Bowl halftime show, of course, number one uh, that comes to mind is the Prince show from like, you know, 2007. What did the Bears, yeah. Colts, or whoever it was. Um, Nothing's going to beat that. You know, he, he's, he and his dancers are in – you know, six, seven inch, inch heels. It's, it's a, raining it's a like shit. Rainstorm. Rain First time it's ever rained during, like. But um, the reason it, nothing's ever going to beat it is because they would never. Uh, there isn't another prince. There won't be another prince. There's not. Another but if prince, there was a guy even in any, that vein, he would. He's too scary. Like you know, they've they've done, they've done uh, the Rolling Stones, and they just looked mm-hmm. old. Uh, the year after the Janet Jackson uh, wardrobe malfunction, I think they had Paul McCartney. Oh, uh, Tom Petty was fine, but again, like that's that's only going to reach like you and me, and you know, a couple million other people. It's and not, not the target not the demo that Pepsi or whoever the big lead sponsor is. Yeah, it's not the proof they want to. There was some. There was some year where Britney Spears, NSYNC, Aerosmith, and yep. Nelly played, and you know it was fine. But like, yeah, I mean, I, I just got goddamn black eyes, black eyed peas played like <laughs> one year, some fucking how um, I think Usher was last year or something like that. You know, it, it, nothing, nothing's, nothing's ever going to be Prince and there's just nothing that's going to like, I don't know. I, I'm still struggling to, to what? wonder. It's, it's like what you said. Is this, is this the South Park moment where like everything is just shit? <sighs> they don't make them like they like, used to. For for that, like yes, I don't listen to a lot of big acts anymore. You know, I don't. I doubt that there'll ever be a time that I go to a stadium to see a concert. I just don't listen to the kinds of bands that would fill a stadium. Yeah, the Stones. I love the Rolling Stones, but I don't have any desire to see the Stones at a big stadium. No. It's just that's not that's not what I'm at a concert for. That's just not my my thing. Um, but I am struggling to think of any bands that even do that. Um, Garth Brooks played here at. Yeah, the dome at the Mercedes Benz where the Super Bowl was. George Strait's he played Notre Dame. George Strait's going to be here in a few weeks. Um, uh, Taylor Swift. But how how much of the how much of the uh, dome do they? Well, they they play off. the dome, baby. <laughs> For George Strait, <laughs> yeah. Well, George hadn't been. I don't think he's been out in a long time. Yeah. Um, Taylor Swift, of course, like she'll like you know, she'll she sell might the be the only the, the only act left who has not done the Super Bowl halftime, who is big enough to do the Super Bowl halftime. Has she done the Super Bowl? <laughs> Maybe. Surely they've asked. She might have did a pop in, um, but I don't think she's headlined. Let me uh, see. But I'm struggling because, like, once you once you bring Coldplay on. You're pretty much you're, oh my you're God, done. Yeah. You have forgot about that. You have reached. You've done as much as you can. All do. right, here we go. Ten Super Bowl halftime acts that would have been a better choice than Maroon Five. Who haven't played? Uh, Taylor Swift, Jay Z. Uh, hold, hold on, let's look, look, we'll take this. Take this piece by piece. Um, Taylor Swift sure. certainly a large enough act, but a very specific audience. Not, I don't call, I don't think that that is a wide appeal. The thing is, though, Prince, Prince covered the Foo Fighters song. He didn't just show up and, you know, let's get crazy, let's go nuts. Like, he, he covered other songs. But nobody else gets away with that shit. (laughs) It's Prince. Prince, like, it's not fair. It's like, you know, if David Bowie was still around, yeah, him. Uh, but you know, sure. Prince is a different, he's in a different league than everybody else is. Jay-Z, uh, Jay-Z cannot, too scary. 
would have said, if, even if he does, is going to say something about Kaepernick, which allegedly yeah. Maroon 5 was going to do. I guess it was when the drone spelled the word one. I don't know. Whatever. Um, too dangerous and also uh, not wide enough appeal. Um, your dad ain't yeah. wanting to see Jay-Z. No. Um, Foo Fighters. No. <laughs> I think the Foo Fighters could do it. I I have a great deal of respect for for the Foo Fighters. Dave I'm Cole. sure you do. Um, they I I think they could definitely do it. They have a catalog now, is, that would come the closest. But again, mm-hmm. tell me the last Foo Fighters record you bought. You know the the Lady Gaga show was pretty good two mm-hmm. years ago. But yes, done. She's the perfect. She's the perfect candidate for that thing, can do a big old theatrical show, can do a lot of cool stuff, but um, the the width of her demographics are not that wide. It's true. That I mean, that is true, but I, even even my father referred to her as, quote, dynamite. Yeah, yeah that I, that, she's, she's, but she might have been truly the last, the last act that you could really trot out there. Um, and yeah. I know, obviously, you could say that The Who and uh, Springsteen and Petty um, may not be wide enough appeal. But at least when I say wide appeal, they, there may not be people that are fans of them. But yeah, Springsteen, you know Springsteen, a Who. You, you, everybody knows a Who song, no matter who you are. <laughs> everybody knows a 13-minute yeah. Who song. <laughs> yes. Tom Petty Katy Perry is did- probably the closest to like being perfect for this. Because, again, it doesn't matter who you are. You know a Tom Petty song. Prince the same way. Doesn't no matter who you are. You know yeah. a Prince song. Um, Katy Perry. I don't know what the fuck. Why? I mean, it just seemed to be. She came in. She came in on that dragon giant, monster uh, line or something. Lion. There was a left shark. All that stuff happened. Um, but it was known for being wacky and sort of campy and not good. Lady Gaga and Prince are possibly the only two good ones that stand out as far as the performance they did. At the halftime, <laughs> I got to tell you this: this list goes mm-hmm. off a cliff after Foo mm-hmm. Fighters. Um, Foo Fighters have a catalog of we, hits, we, um, but I just don't. I mean, the Foo Fighters ain't gonna sell out a stadium on their own. I don't know, man. Well, they're not. They don't, Johnny. They, they would if they could. They do it. They don't. Yeah, yeah true. Uh, number four, Rihanna, <laughs> CJZ. I think they even asked her this year, and she said, Jay-Z told me not to do it. Also, yeah. you I mean, know Cardi, a Cardi B is coming out. <laughs> <coughs> Number five, Guns N' Roses. Okay. All right. Let me let me not just jump and say, again, okay, everybody knows a Guns N' Roses song. Check. What would a three or four Super Bowl set from Guns N' Roses Oof. look like? I mean, you're opening with Paradise City. Ooh, I was gonna say welcome to the jungle. Uh, welcome to the jungle number two. Yeah, you you go into you go into yes, welcome to the jungle yes, from Paradise yeah, City. Yeah, you, you, you want to kick it up a notch. Um, but after that, I don't know. I've certainly one. You smack him in the mouth with a twenty minute version. You hit of him November with one in a million. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, but tonight. <laughs> you, but here's the problem with Guns and Roses. Axel don't look like Axel no more. No, man. He looks like mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And he's probably in worse mm-hmm. shape. He's probably he'd probably get winded quick. And he does too. a lot of wardrobe changes. Now, if it's Axel wearing the catcher's mat outfit for the World Series, yeah, of course. I'm saying put him on. Um Guns N' Roses is not crazy, but I don't think the logistics hold up. You'd have to flesh that's the other thing with at least with Maroon 5. Having Travis Scott show up and having Big Boy show up, music sonically, it's not um, it's not a polar opposite. There's yeah. not a lot of people you can blend in with Guns N' Roses and have it fit because rock and roll is dead. Uh, speaking of number six, this Yahoo Sports article posits Metallica, which uh, no. That w- worse pick than Kevin Kaduk is the author of this. Metallica is the worst uh, name on this list thus far. Oh, and I don't have anything against Metallica, 10. but no, it's not no. 
Um, just imagine <laughs> yeah, when James fucking uh, when when uh, when nothing else matters hits and people start slitting their wrist or being actually scared. I'm just imagining. James Hetfield screaming master into like a bunch of 12 year old girls holding lanterns. That is the other problem with this, Shawnee, and you have hit on it. You have to have somebody that the extras can believably be into, and you can't cast a bunch of good looking uh, extras to put down there in the pit. To They're not going to be believable liking Metallica, they're going to be terrified. Goddamn. Number seven, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Well, country is super safe. You're not going to get anybody taking a knee on you. Um, <laughs> they got hits. Oh, they got hits. I mean, and when they say don't take the girl, I can tell you one guy whose eyes are going to be welling up. <laughs> this old Grinch. M-E. This old Grinch is going to be standing at attention. I can tell you that right now. Nelly can show up um, after he gets out of his trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he can be there. <laughs> Is Nelly in trouble? Yeah, Nelly's in trouble. I think, I can't remember if it's, I think he might have me tooed. I think he might have me tooed. Oh, Nelly. Oh, Nelly. Nelly. Maybe Nelly Um, Furtado can come. Oh, God. Fucking love Nelly Furtado. Uh, Number 10, Muse. Can't name one song by Muse. That's that's the author's favorite band. The English rock band probably puts on an incredible stadium show, but probably Did isn't big enough in the states to anchor a Super Bowl. Shocker. Apparently, shocker, shocker, shocked. Uh, I saw Muse at the third stage at the Cure Festival one year. Oh shit! They played right after Thursday. Uh, number n- so this posits a top ten list, but there's definitely twelve mm-hmm. people on this mm-hmm. list. Uh, Elton John and Billy Joel is that's not bad. Actually, that is not bad. Um, boring as shit. I mean, yeah, yeah, I get it. A dueling piano. You, you know what? <laughs> you know what they really did gets dueling piano tapping. Piano man, <laughs> moving out. Anthony's song, <laughs> River of Dreams. I think Sir Elton. I don't think Billy Joel needs to be on that fire. deal. I think Sir Elton is strong enough on his own to pull it off. If Elton John just wants to go up there and do the entire Lion King soundtrack, I am here for that. That changes everything. He can get Tim Rice on on that shit. He can pull out Circle of Life. I'm putting Elton John at next year's Super Bowl. God, I'm into it, man. Uh, Bring Jonathan Taylor Thomas to sing I Just Can't Wait to Be King. (laughs) (laughs) This is getting very similar to that Saturday Night Live skit where they did the, the Super Bowl. Broadway play. <laughs> oh my god. That is such a good one. Uh rounding out this top twelve Pearl Jam. No. <laughs> no. no. Just no. Uh this uh yeah, welcome everybody. everybody. Uh, we do you know not the... support the corporate interests that back this. And we think all the players should be able to kneel when they want to. One, two, three, four, two, three. I seem to recognize the first down. We hate we hate money. That's why we put out 16 live albums. <laughs> interference should have been called. The people of New Orleans have <laughs> suffered enough. Everybody's enjoying America's second favorite pastime, so here's a song about a kid who shoots up a school. <laughs> I only want Pearl Jam there if the songs are now converted to be football themed. Peyton Manning spoke in <laughs> class today. <laughs> oh my Ooh, god. Detroit Lions! <laughs> Oh god, Pearl Jam only has depressing songs. Can that cover of Last Do Kiss. the Evolution? That's good, right? Do the Evolution. That's just a good video. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's Elton John. Yeah. That's the only one that's left. I, I am here for Pearl Jam's rendition of Yellow Terror. Yellow Terror Towel. Oh. <laughs> Is that Yellow Leather? <laughs> Well, I don't know if it was a strip or a sack. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you see that? 
You just walking around your room screaming. Crowd when they wave the Steelers, they do it the right way. Yeah, <laughs> this is and never gonna you end. Know it. they always abide by the Rooney rule. Make it cry. <laughs> they do. It's true. <laughs> My God. And of course, the game ends in the least satisfying mm-hmm. way. The Patriots pull away in the, the last. The Patriots kick a field goal to put the game out of reach. <laughs> God damn. And then Tracy Wolfson gets Jesus. caught in an ant colony of moving bodies. And they... <laughs> what the hell? And also, did Robert Kraft and Tom Brady kiss on the lips? <laughs> well, I mean, it's TB12, so you know just, you got to give TB12 that sugar just up. Lo- God. <laughs> Come on, give me some sugar. Come on. Mr. Kraft, Mr. Kraft. You know T. Mr. You know T. B. likes to double dip. <laughs> you know T. B. Twelve always that? snaps it on too. What was the Talking Head song that uh, Trick Daddy? Sugar on my tongue. <laughs> I just imagine like the Trick Daddy version of Sugar in My Tongue is is playing <laughs> during every board meeting. But poor Tracy's just following this idiot around, and when she finally gets her interview, it's useless. It is a pointless interview. <laughs> Yeah, we won the game. Yeah, we won the game. All right, now if you'll excuse me, this burger daddy needs to get some sugar. (laughs) Does this change your your perspective? No, I told you guys I'm going to play until I'm 45, so I don't know why you keep asking me that. Love my coach. He's great. Everything's cool. Uh, Super Bowl champs, whatever. Peace. Stay tuned for uh, whatever this weird show on CBS is. World's greatest. That's me and also the name of this show. God friended me. (sighs) That's a show. That's a real television program and this has been a real audio podcast sean tell the people what they can do if they like this show you know if you like us and even if you don't if you just want to throw us a bone you can rate review subscribe tell a friend go to ttfnetwork.com to listen to our other shows uh cold dog soup is back big baby way uh, in a we're big, gonna be big pulled way. up with free next time. Everything's going great. Everything's going big. Um, yeah. And uh, as one of my favorite podcasts, my brother and my brother, and my brother, and my brother, and my brother, my brother, and me. Um, they end every show this way, and I'm gonna so I'm gonna do an homage to them as we covered some of this topic this time. This has been Cold Dog Soup presents. That's discussing. Kiss your dad square on the lips. <laughs>